going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say... You really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Ty Papula with me. How are you, T? I am not bad, Al. I'm not bad at all. I'm just getting used to uh, getting used to the the, the the new restrictions, which means that we can't laugh at Tottenham until uh, their games, until we've finished our game. Those are the new restrictions that are in place. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian Stone is here. How are you, Ian? I'm happy, mate. I'm enjoying myself. Three wins out of four. It's all good, isn't it, really? That's it. We're recording this. Uh, it's now 4.30 on Sunday, the 4th of October. We've just uh, uh, scraped by at home against Sheffield United, uh, having conceded towards the end. But another win. And, uh, and now I look over my shoulder and I see, uh, you'll be pleased to hear, uh, Man United Tottenham is one minute old and United have scored. So... <laughs> You know, things are looking up. <laughs> really? Last week, well, last week when we were we had Tottenham playing while we were recording, Son scored four. So I'm hoping that doesn't repeat itself. Maybe Mason Greenwood will get four today. Uh, but anyway, we won today. That was the main thing. We, did. Uh, we won against uh, Sheffield United. Wasn't great was in the first the half. Wasn't great in the first half, was it? Really? It was a bit dull to be honest. But it got better. And Pepe looked good, I thought. It was a big change, wasn't it? He was, we were four. We seemed to have a back four for most of it, uh, with Nketiah up top and Aubameyang. And then he, he he decided to go to three at the back, shift Willian over to sort of inside left and put Pepe on. And almost immediately, we created a couple of chances. And uh, two assists for Hector Bellerin. Two assists. And, I mean, it was such a big difference with um, when, when Pepe came on. It was just a bit of pace about us, you know, a couple of one twos, because they're, um, you know, they were they're obdurate, you know that, and we've been struggling a little bit, but just just that injection of pace, a little bit of one touchness, and Pepe, I'm really pleased with Pepe. Pepe is exactly my kind of player, inconsistent, occasionally brilliant, <laughs> overpriced, um, overpriced. <laughs> is exactly the kind of footballer that I've that I've enjoyed ever since I first saw Franz Carr and Tony Daly in the eighties. <laughs> Um, mercurial wingers are my favourite thing, and I've got high hopes for Pepe. Can I can I, can I throw Rule Fox? Absolutely, into that? yeah. He's he's oh, next in. He was the, he was the natural successor. Come on, Exa- no Just... Rule Fox. Rule Fox. I like to think of. I did an interview with Rule Fox actually. We did a program recently about the Battle of Bramall Lane, 
and we spoke to Rule Fox. And I like to think of him as Norwich's... The Battle of what? The Battle of Bramall Lane. The Battle of Bramall Lane. So how did that happen? 1457. It happened in two... It was the West Brom... It was the West Brom Sheffield United game, the only uh, top flight game that's ever been called off because Neil Warnock got half his players uh, either sent... When a couple of players got sent off, do you remember it in 2004? It no. happened in no. our lifetimes. Now no, you've gone down a cul-de-sac here, mate. You might as well start talking about hip-hop. West, the, the viewers know, and anyone who doesn't know can listen to uh, episode six of Giant on Spotify. Oh, all right, all right, all right, T. I'll tell you, you're going to get a three-match fan in a minute. Fair. What you need to do is make a bit more of a contribution to this podcast. Well, Instead of telling you like a walking billboard at the moment. No. Are we sponsored? Are we getting sponsorship money for this? No, he doesn't sponsor no. us. He just comes on here and starts talking about all his other words. I was just telling you, the Battle of Bramall Lane. All right, I'm going to move off Rule Fox. I wish I'd never mentioned him. He's a great lad and he's a Norwich lad. Vince Hilaire. What about Vince Hilaire? There you go. There you go. He's the the patron saint of them all. See, those are my my favourites. I mean, Laurie Cunningham was a bit too good to be put down as just sort of mercurial. But yeah, you're well, on the I right think, track. I do think that once Willian was moved from right of a front three and over to the left, and then he's playing in a kind of inside left position, and it's very noticeable that good players find one another, don't they, on a pitch? And that once he was over there and inside left and playing a little more centrally yeah. and facing that direction on his right foot, he's got Danny Ceballos there with him. And Ceballos and Willian started to find one another and started because they're such good players to immediately get a relationship. And then Bukaya Saka started to join in with it. He thought, hang on a minute, these are good footballers. Yeah. And there was a, a period of the second half after the goal. 20 minutes. Where we were really very much on top. And it was when Ceballos actually was taken off and Granite Jacker came on as if he was playing a game of beach football. And suddenly we all sat on the 18-yard line and conceded. And then we had a bit of a hairy last 10 I, minutes with long throws coming I was in. a bit disappointed with Alan Smith, actually, on the commentary. I was watching the commentary and there was a bit too much complacency. He's going on about a clean sheet. I thought, hang on a minute. If they get one, they're back in this. And I didn't yeah. like that. We did look like we were cruising, though, didn't oh, we? We yeah. really were cruising. Yeah. And I was thinking, come on, let's get a third yeah. bit of goal difference action. Yeah. Why, do you think that, um, why do you think that William found himself so sort of apart, isolated in that first half. Didn't really work from out there, did it at all? Well, Sheffield United just lock the game yeah, up, Hard to they? play I against. I mean, they just absolutely, it's like a clay wall you've got to wade through. It's impossible. <laughs> they lock the game up dead. They squat, flatten it, brick it up. Thank God there are no fans who've paid to watch it. And, they, and when it's nil-nil, they're hoping that you'll make a mistake or they'll get something from a set play normally. That's just a template against Arsenal, established by Jose Mourinho for year, years ago. Block it up totally, invite them onto you, frustrate them. They'll make a mistake. You'll nick one. They'll get more frustrated. You'll probably win 2-0. And that, last year, they beat us 1-0 up there, didn't they? Was it 1-0? Yeah. And then, yeah. they, and then and we, they drew uh, we got home. a one-all draw at And they were home. good. They were good and when they played us at the Emirates as well. At 0-0, that was a very difficult game. And we it was the little shift... That Arteta made uh, in personnel shift little shift in formation, change things a little bit. This is a good thing now when you look to the bench. There's options, and there's some decent players options, on the bench. Yeah. You know, nicely, nice, nicely uh, speedy sub, uh, substitution as well, isn't it? You had a quick look, ten minutes in, didn't fancy the way it was going, and made that decision. Yeah, yeah, it's not for you, Eddie. Off you yeah. come, over through the middle, and then. 
William much more involved in the play after that, playing in, playing inside left, and Pepe coming on. And once he got that a cut inside and scored with his left foot, that's what you want him to do all the time. And then what, what a transformation in his confidence after that. Well, it leaves a lot. It left a lot of room for him cutting inside. And immediately left room for Bellerin, didn't it? Which is obviously what led to the to his first his first assist as well. And the little one too with Mohamed El Nenny, oh. who's, who's a runner up for man of the match. What an absolutely outstanding. Sabios yeah. is, is is a superb midfield player. There's no getting away from it. He's really shown it in the in the recent weeks. But El Nenny's now there. Who'd have thought it? Just a very reliable performer in front of in front of Louise and and, uh, and Miriam. Should Louise have been sent off in the in the second minute? Well, according to Sky, yes. Both of them, Patrice Ever and Graham Souness. But it just seemed weird that they went on and on about it, seeing as their bloke try, crocked Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And it's only not got weird a because... It's not weird because literally nothing else happened in the first half. It's got a point yeah. there. There really was. What are you going to talk about, lads, at half time? Um, David Luiz should have been sent off again. Yeah. There was that. There was that. But I don't think he slowed him up that much to make a difference. Mate. Mate. <laughs> no, you'd want it. Oh, you'd want it. Uh, oh, my God. You'd want it, <laughs> he's, mate. He's made a ricket, lost the ball. And pulled his shirt. Yeah, I mean it's a red card all day long. The only thing I could think of that that maybe that made the ref think no was the fact that the United player never really properly had the ball under control. It wasn't like he was dribbling, and Leno was right yeah. there. But you, if you're a United fan, you would <laughs> you would argue, yeah, the reason he didn't have the ball under control was because he was having his shirt pulled really <laughs> hard by a six foot three inch Brazilian bloke. I mean, it was his his shirt was a good foot away from it. He really got away with one there. And actually, it was from whatever angle you looked at it on the VAR, you thought, yeah, that's a foul. Did you? That's oh, no, foul. I thought it was a foul. That's yeah. a foul. Yeah, it was. That's a foul. Yeah. Well, if you think it- that's a foul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red card might have been a bit hard. So we've seen 10 angles now. It's a foul. A full Bramall Lane. That's a, a full Bramall Lane. That's a that's a red card immediately. What is he doing? Why does he do it? And then he turned around. And he blamed Miriam. For it the, wasn't for, a great ball. Pass. It wasn't a great ball. But yeah, but they clear it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, clear make the, it. Make the uh, the judgment and just hoof it up and get Abamian to chase it down the channel. But no, he didn't do that. We got away with one. Good. Now, gentlemen, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. <laughs> oh, you see what I've done now? Wow. This is why in all my comedy career I've never employed writers. <laughs> I mean, you might, you might say that there are good ones out there, but anyway. <laughs> After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed they've successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. Uh, the lawnmower 3.0 is now available for purchase. Uh, would you like to hear one? Yes. Could you? That... Yeah. Pretty much how <laughs> okay. I expected. That's, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> have, you, have you seen? Can you see the little light on yes, the end? Yes, I can. What you can do? So as you, as when you're about to shear your cock off, you can see what you're doing. Well, you can do it in the dark. Then, my nail scissors were getting blunt, Alan. So I'm. Quite into the idea of some Manscaped products. Yeah. Manscaped, well, I've got, they've sent Alan's, me uh, a couple more. Alan's hoarding uh, them. Uh, well, yeah, well, you know, it's, feel free. I'll, I'll leave it in the porch. Oh, yeah, uh, of course, there is that, yeah. So, yeah, you'll leave it in the porch here. You can swing by and I grab I thought you one. could have a stall at um, Camden Market. <laughs> this is a 7,000 a 7, RPM. Yeah. 
uh, motor with quiet stroke technology and it's got a charging stand so you can show your mower off loud and proud. I think that's optimistic. I think still, I still think people are going to keep it to themselves. This one you can use in a shower, which is quite good. And uh, you can get 20% off your, uh, what am I going to call it? Ball trimmer. And free shipping, free shipping with the code Tuesday at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code Tuesday. I had an, I had an idea, Al, for some um, Tuesday Club merchandise, but um, oh, okay. it, it, it was t-shirts, t-shirts saying, I saw El Nene pass it forward, but they're a bit out of date oh, now. I ordered them a few weeks ago. No I'm saying that? I ordered them a few oh. weeks ago before we turned into... Oh. El the single greatest wall pass in the history of Arsenal <laughs> Football Club, you've just seen. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful little wall pass. There was one angle from behind the goal where, where just where Hector was going to clip it over for Saka to head it in. And you could see El Nenny's eyes yeah. wide open. He said, I've really hit that. That was, oh, sweet. That is exactly what I meant yeah. to do. It's perfect. And, word <laughs> and for... it was like that and Bellerin clipped it over nice. And word for Saka's header as well, because he was still Lovely. had work to do there, but that was a brilliant header. I mean, it... That was a bit of an Eduardo uh, time. Last week, I've compared him to Messi. This week, I'm going to compare him to Eduardo. <laughs> and really, seriously, if you combine those two players, you'd have the single greatest football attacking player that could yeah. ever live. That he picked the square of the goal where it could go in, didn't he? He headed it in under the bar. It was just exactly the right. We always used to say about Eduardo when it came to him, he could hit any for any of the four corners at any any time, and he would just choose which corner he'd go yeah. for. And that that felt a bit like an Eduardo finish. In the week of uh, Nigeria's independence, he gets his first uh, England call up. So yeah. just, are you sad about that? Is just, that right? Does that hurt your African that, soul? I just just wave him off. From the from the yeah. from the docks, it's touch and go there for a while. I was it thinking was, England yeah. might lose him, you know. Yeah, so what, smart. Oh, yeah. No, no I, I mean, I, I thought he was going to play for England, didn't you? I mean, he's. Uh, I mean, like he's... we said a couple of weeks ago, it's nice to have a couple of academy graduates in the in the squad, isn't it? It's just uh... yeah, but I mean, T, talk us through what it's like when you get pressure from the, uh, the Nigerian <laughs> relatives, <laughs> from the seniors, when you're on the verge of getting picked for your country, and the phone starts ringing, and you start getting emails. It's and, mum again. You know, you're getting a lot of pressure there. They just turn their nose up and say this onyibo, which is basically this white bloke. Um, <laughs> to Nigeria, it's this English man, and then they remind me that I was born in Westminster, not Lagos. <laughs> so, so, then, <laughs> so that's the end of my uh, that's the end of my claim. But it's a big choice for Bukayo Saka, right? That's a big call for him to make, and he's gone with England. England. are a better team yeah. at he, the moment. I hope he serves. I hope he fares better than Ross Barkley did with Ross Barkley's choice when Ross Barkley could have played for Nigeria. So I think Saka's got a better career ahead of him. Do you? Well, I think a better comparison is Alex Awobi, isn't it? Because when Alex Awobi um, broke through, he had a very good start to his Arsenal career and he, uh, he, there was talk of him getting in the England squad. He had played for England through all the age levels all the way through. And uh, and he, though, slightly different background, was he not born in in Nigeria. And so least, and then the, uh, he was, and also he would have had um, Uncle JJ Akocha going. JJ Akocha yeah, in the family. What are you doing? <laughs> well, but now, it, now, because he's now fallen, he hasn't developed as quickly, although he's in a very good place to now. Ancelotti's working wonders at Everton. And although he's on the bench there, it won't be, he's only going to improve, you'd have thought. But he's, uh, he, he's not going to be in the England squad this season, is he? So no. it, that, he made the right call because. Um, but I, yeah, Bakaya Saka, he looked very, very good again today. He's got so much confidence about him, time on the ball. 
And I thought that him and Willian and Ceballos, I thought for a while we were going to get three or four, but actually we just looked good knocking it around and didn't really go for the yeah. kill, did we? Didn't really go yeah. for the third. A two no, like nil, you said, a... it was a bit disappointing at 2-0 when we didn't go for the third. Yeah, you know feel what? them slack off. They, they were controlling the game, but we just got pushed back a little bit. And then it was a good goal from a Goldrick and we were under a bit of pressure, but... I was was I confident? I was actually going to say I was confident. Then I thought, oh, I don't know if I was. To be honest with you, I was a little bit concerned. I don't know what Ainsley I was, was less doing concerned right at the than end. I have been. Yeah, Ainsley can yeah, do. Ainsley, Ainsley can do what he made like. a mistake there. Ainsley, Ainsley can do. Ainsley, 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 Chesting the ball down in your own area with a minute to, <laughs> to go. Striker. Someone needs to. Tony Adams will have you against the dressing room wall if that goes <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, that had to go away. Away. Yeah. Hoof it away. But we got away with it. And like you say, he's got a pass because of what he did on uh, on Thursday night. Oh, yes, that was that? A, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Well, we did get away once today. We we should have had ten men for the eighty nine minutes. Uh, but we we didn't. Louise isn't banned for the next match for a change. <laughs> Did your heart go in your mouth when uh, Aubameyang went down? A little down bit. A little bit longer than you wanted them to, didn't you? Praying. I said to Alexander, we've got to pray at this point. All of us, all Arsenal fans collectively <laughs> have to just pray that he's OK. Because we've got Man City and Man United coming up. We And Leicester. We need, we need Aubameyang to be fit and Did healthy. you hear in the commentary that he hasn't scored? I mean, no, something. Yeah, he since he signed. Since the... <laughs> Since he signed. Since. Like, By the way, I've just I've just looked over my shoulder. Yeah. It's so annoying. Oh, we're going to have to stop recording now. Fifteen minutes gone at Old Trafford. Tottenham are two one up. This I can't I can't see the screen. It's behind me. You did this. And then now turn around. It's made me annoyed. You did this because last time you said one 0 to Southampton. We all went, oh, that's great. And the next time you looked, it was a four one to Spurs. <laughs> so don't turn it off. Well, yeah, I might have to turn it off. I can't find a remote. Do you think Mourinho's? Do you think Mourinho's done a team talk? Saying lads, it's Man United. <laughs> this is possible, anyway. Oh, then Pochettino's put his phone back on again. <laughs> so Ollie Goody saw. How long can they keep the bloke there? They're just absolutely treading water, aren't they? Tottenham got five against Southampton, seven against uh, Maccabi Haifa. Yeah. Um, so they are suddenly. Well, we need to start scoring freely. We to, we've managed over the years. We've managed to get rid of Modric and Eriksson. We need to put the same collective juju to remove. To remove Son, I'll just go with Son. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the club because right. he's too good. He's too good. Right, you need to well, get him. You know, I think Harry Kane's the one you need to. <laughs> yeah, both of them, to be honest. But okay, we'll see. Anyway, of- anyway let's not yeah, talk about them. About They're winning. That's yeah. annoying. It's annoying. I've annoyed myself for looking. I shouldn't even have looked. I'm not going to look for the rest of the. Oh, you I will. will look. <laughs> I absolutely. We're doing this on Zoom, by the way, listener, so we can see when you look. Alan turns around. Yeah, I'll turn it. I'll turn yeah, it so you can just see. Just leave it. it there so we can watch that instead of you. <laughs> yeah, right. If I could zoom in on it, I would. It's actually there's nothing. I can't really see anything. But okay. No, it's a bit blurry, right. isn't it? No, but if you make me large in your screen, you'll be a. Watch the game. I'm finding it distracting. Actually, someone sent a message saying that. Um, did we notice that um, Aubameyang? If I find out who it was, actually, he said that Aubameyang had Aubameyang had yellow boots on. JC at Fruit All Sorts. Did he? Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that message. I didn't notice his boots. I, yeah, I, well, actually, I did notice them when he got cropped by that big Norwegian. I did think that it was a, it was a bit dark yellow that booking, wasn't it? He, he, he did, I know he kicked the ball away, but then he followed through with his studs into Aubameyang's ankle. And and he was down for a while. He obviously really hurt yeah. him. Yeah. 
but um, he was able to he was able eventually to get up and run well, it what, off. What Ty was saying is uh, what they were saying on commentary. He hasn't scored since he signed for us. <laughs> since he signed since the deal. Since he signed the deal. Yeah. Since he signed Dating. Yeah, and uh, that's it for the goals. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've written a couple of new verses uh, for Ainsley, 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 <laughs> Maitland Niles. He takes a throw in. You don't know where it's going. Ainsley, 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 Maitland Niles. He takes a spot kick. The keeper looks a right prick. Ainsley, 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 Ainsley Maitland Niles. He's late for training. Arteta is complaining. So I've, I've, I've got four verses now. Outstanding. <laughs> Haven't you got a lot on at the moment? It takes a spot kick. It takes a spot Kick the keeper looks a right prick. That took me That's ages. Nice. That took me ages. Because nice. I was trying to make penalty work. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with penalty. Nothing at all. Nothing rhymes no. with penalty. Not much rhymes with pen. But spot yeah, kick. Perfect. Oh, it scans so yeah. well. That's very nice. It's very nice. That was a lovely moment, wasn't it? Oh. I got to be honest, I didn't see most of the game. And then I just happened to turn it on when El Nenny missed. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, yeah. that's oh, not well, good timing. Are. That's and, you, well, then. I wouldn't say that. And then, uh, well, it's also on me that we won then, by the way, because I was watching it at that point. And then Ainsley does what he does. And even, I, do you know what I love about it? Even the goalkeeper enjoyed it. That was the most beautiful yeah. moment. <laughs> well, they had a little... A little word together afterwards, didn't they? Because Adrian really, really, really tried to stand up till the last yeah. second, and Ainsley did that funny little jog, little jog up, and he waited all the way, really, until he was swinging his kicking foot. <laughs> and then Adrian, I've got to go. I've just got to go. I don't know what he's going yeah. to do. I don't know where it's going. Oh, he's gone there. And then he, he gave, he actually gave a little thumbs up, Adrian, didn't he? And then... Was it a look away penalty? Was it a look away penalty? Does that count? Not quite. Have you seen someone's done a little montage and I think I retweeted it on our Twitter feed at not you, Bentley. And someone did a little montage of all five pens that Ainsley's taken for Arsenal, two of which are kind of lesser known pens because they were in pre-season games. Uh, they're all different. They all go in different bits of the net. <laughs> But they all involve the keeper not knowing, having no idea what's going yeah. on yeah. <laughs> at all. I mean, no one knows what he's going to do until the ball's actually left the spot and he's on its way. Do you think he does? Got, so far, he's five, five out of five. Oh, he, oh, he knows definitely what he's, does. What there, there was also it was doing the rounds this week. I'm sure you all saw it of um, an interview with is it Rob Holding, Iwobi, and him? It's Callum Chambers. Chambers. Callum Chambers. Sorry. Alex Iwobi. And Ainsley Maitland Niles, and the question is, would you take, would you step up for a pen in the last minute uh, to win a game? And and uh, and the conservative goes, yep, yeah, <laughs> I would. And then, and then he does a little, does a little gesture with his yeah, hand. Yeah, so I've got, I've got the, he goes, I've got the feather touch, oh. got the feather touch, <laughs> gesturing to suggest that in the last minute of a vital game with a penalty to win it, he'd try a panenka. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if you saw. Also. But then it showed him doing a panenka in in a in a preseason. I um, got some great replies to. I put up a tweet this uh, after the match of um, Marvin Gaye. There's a very famous picture of Marvin Gaye uh, walking down Notting Hill in a white suit with a Rolls Royce behind him, right. and I said that um, that was Ainsley Maitland Niles on the way to the penalty spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw and, that and I liked that as well because he did look pretty cool. And the replies underneath it, I said, show me another. So the replies underneath it of uh, various pimp walks, James <laughs> James Brown, Andre 3000, uh, Ryan Thingy from The Driver. Yeah, lots of very funny, funny reactions under that. He was in no hurry at all. And he does it all the time. I wonder, did, 
would he be in big games? He'll never be our penalty taker, would he? Because I guess there are Bamiyangs each time, right? Yeah. First, Bamiyang um, doesn't really like taking him, does he? He missed one at, at Wembley against Tottenham, did he? Oh. He, he, he? Remember that? He missed that one. That would have got us in the Champions League if he put that in. Henri didn't always like to take them. Ian Wright would take it absolutely no matter what, even if someone else was on a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I love that about him. Now, um, Jerry but, had a thing about not taking them if he was fouled. Yes, that was his yeah, thing. Some, just some bullshit get out if you didn't fancy it. <laughs> that is just absolute bullshit. That, it really is, isn't it? Oh, if I'm fouled, I don't want to take it. No, what, no. the truth of it is, if you've played football when you're a kid, is I was fouled, I'm, I'm taking, taking it. it. That is exactly. it. I'm taking it. That was my pen. That was Deli Alley the other night when he did a little turn in the box and nutmegged the guy and got fouled. Yeah. He got up and took it. Though I think Kane had been subbed by them, and, otherwise he'd have had And no you, you posted that thing from that <laughs> Liverpool journalist as well, Al. Adrian saves it, but it goes in. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, that's right. So Someone, didn't. I think it was from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, Liverpool Hi, Echo. <laughs> Careful, Al. Careful. <laughs> oh, my God. They've devoted thousands of columns to me up there. Hello, Liverpool Echo. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, nice words from uh, Jurgen Klopp, who's growing in my estimation. Every time he praises uh, Mikel Arteta, yes. he obviously really fancies him. Something's wrong, <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, just... He can't stop thinking about Mikel. <laughs> I mean, my wife said yesterday, Mikel, your your manager is ridiculously handsome, isn't he? And I, there was a horrible sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a bit swarthy for me. I think he's grown into himself, hasn't he, Mikel Arteta? He's grown into the job. He's like he's getting more. He wasn't this handsome at the start of the job. Do you think he's more he's more handsome now? What about because I was worried about grey hairs as well. Me and Alexander spent a good five minutes going, there's no grey hairs yet. And we're saying, is it better to be really dark haired? And Alexander said, Spanish men don't have grey hairs. He said to me. He's got a few, I think he's got a point. No, he's, he's got a point. He's got a few you flex. rarely see a grey Spaniard. He's, he's got a few flex. <laughs> Do you think? I think salt and pepper's the way to go. Yeah. 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 Something I'm hoping for. Xavi Alonso might have gone grey by now. The only, the only grey Spaniard I can think of is Iniesta. Who oh, I think Iniesta's like Cardo. I think he retired at 48. <laughs> I mean, really, he's never looked like he was in his 20s his whole life, has he? <laughs> Him and Xavi just did never look like they had their no. 20s. They just looked like they were in La Mesa when they were 30. <laughs> uh, Alistair Hutchinson sent me a tweet saying, in light of El Presidente's ink, have we had a Maitland-Niles song to the tune of Make Me Smile? Well, we have now. I suppose we have. Come up and see me, Maitland-Niles. works. <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah. Anyone want to do some lyrics to that? Feel free. <laughs> You're still working on the other uh, one, aren't you? That's the thing. Yeah, I haven't really. Come on and see me, Maitland-Niles. Uh, uh, now, William Saliba might go... On loan. To Ren. On loan. Um, I'm told he's had uh, personal issues. There was a bereavement in the family right. and injuries. And um, well, they think he might need a, a year back in France, um, which is a bit of a blow, really, isn't it? Bit. But good news on that, in that department is that Shkodran Mustafi is back in full is training. He? So, is he? We've so, only got uh, yeah. we've only got fifteen centre halves. Well, I was going to say we're down to a, you, know, you know another Bare one will come from behind the back of the London Colney sofa soon as well. So, yeah, um, well, CC uh, Callum Chambers, though, it's not Charlotte Church, yeah. but um, uh, Charlotte is also back in. He's back full in full training. training. Yes. So we've dealt with it with them with. 
with CC and Shkod round on the training pitch, they're going to be black and blue, those forwards. So Bamiang might have yeah, if it's going be to be in the in treatment any, room. If it's going to be in any position, it might as well be... Um, at centre, at centre half, but I am liking um, the look of Gabriel today, actually. Yeah, um, you like him? Yeah. He was very good at Anfield, I must say. Yeah. He, he really was. That was a difficult game at Anfield. They had the ball a lot. Um, there was there was a chance um, for Minamino, wasn't it? Who smashed a rebound against the bar, um, and then and then it was all about Jay Leno. Jay Leno, we got a, a really little, well. little bit of criticism after the game, the Monday night game at Anfield that we lost. Yeah. So I think to go back up there three days later, and he made some—he likes a one-handed save, doesn't he? He likes a one-handed oh, parry. That one, that one where he hung in the air and tipped it—that was a great save. That that was a good save. I, when you say hung in the air, I think. Well, you know what I mean. He, he jumped too early. I think what I thought—he I th- was expecting a more powerful header, yes, wasn't he? He was. And then the guy kind of looped it, so he thinking, "Oh no, this has all gone wrong. I'm on my way down, and the ball hasn't got here yet." But the stretch up. To get his hand yeah. up. I mean, the, the still photo of it was an absolutely spectacular yeah. thing. I like and the then fact he made some other good blocks. I like the fact that he um, he favours a short a, a short sleeve goalie top. You like that? You like yeah. yeah. Okay. It kind I'm of sure it, I do. it makes me wince every time he has to block something with his arm. No, I do, well, it's exactly <laughs> that's what, exactly pain, it because I like to yeah. think I like Ow. to think that Tony Adams would approve and Kieran Tierney would approve. It's just it's got something old school and kind of not bothered about. You know, it's like when Flamini used to roll his sleeves up on a on a cold December day. I like it just it's, it's just says man. Flamini, Flamini once cut his sleeves off the shirt, <laughs> didn't he? The little Vic and the Acres were livid about I heard this. Yeah, Vic Acres never forgave him. For I it. think it made him get a needle and thread and sew him back on. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, cut the mend. Arsenal kit up. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, I thought that I thought that Leno was excellent on Thursday, and I because every time, even if it, like you say, that first goal on these on the Monday, and everyone and I, and Twitter suddenly went Emmy Martinez mad, and you thought, come on, you know, this is ridiculous. Well, I think there was a point because the issue was was the playing from the back, which just wasn't working it, and it had taken a while for it to start working, and it suddenly wasn't. And uh, I suppose you have to say that. It's more to do with Mane and Salah, yeah, herring around the box. Good lord! And because we just kept conceding possession in our own half, time and time and time and time. Yeah, but again. I think but that he... was I. I actually think that was part of the reason that Lacazette didn't play today. I don't think Lacazette offered enough. Stop turning around. What is it? Four one now? Is it? Still two one. Still two one. I don't think Lacazette. United are still in the game. In the game. In the game. <laughs> I don't think Lacazette offered enough on that that Monday night game with Liverpool. He didn't. He wasn't enough of an outlet. I was thinking if Firmino was playing for us, we'd have got the ball further up the field. That's my feeling. So I don't think it was necessarily about well, the I've defense. Got, I've got three words. I've got three words to say to you there, mate. Virgil Van Dijk. <laughs> He's quite good as well. I just really. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to let Lacquer off that because can you imagine being marked by that? <laughs> yeah, but then come. Come on, Lacquer. What have you seen? I've got an absolute truck behind me <laughs> who's faster than I. Yeah, no. There's all that, but then come even shorter. <laughs> Just provide Come even shorter. Come to the edge of our <laughs> yard box. Everyone. We've got eight of us here already, but you come as well. Yeah, I agree. They're well, I, what I think is, you know, once you've pulled them down there, sometimes Leno's got to have to... Because now you're not allowed to pick it up. Right? But he did try so those. What they're going to have to do is you're going to have to play it short to old Bighorn and he's going to have to chip it to Louise and he can head it to Leno and then Leno's allowed to catch it and then you can launch it. Yeah. But once you've pulled off that remarkable bit of Harlem Globetrotters 
football, you're trying to release one of your speedy forwards over the top. There were times against them in the league game that you thought they could have had eight of them on the pitch and still kind of pressed <laughs> pressed us back. Into oh, they're, ridic- they're ridiculous. And I don't it think is. we should judge the way we played. I think we did okay to be in the game after 87 minutes because let's be fair, we played Liverpool in the past and I've turned it off after 20 minutes quite regularly. The games at Anfield. I just I'm not watching this with three or four down. Whereas this game, if Lacazette equalises after we we're still in that game. Yeah, or if I think maybe even if we just had held the lead. Yeah. Held the lead yeah. for a little bit longer so we could maybe have been level at half time. But anyway, uh, let's face it, uh, Liverpool deservedly yes. won that match. Absolutely... Whichever way whichever way we slice it up. <laughs> yeah. We got beat. Yeah, we did. Uh, so yeah, it may be that Billy uh, Billy Saliba, as I say, might be going back home. I don't know if we're going to sign anyone. Uh, have oh. you been uh, oh. watching the Watchman tea? Uh, the the part the clock's ticking now, isn't it? On the transfer window closes tomorrow night, isn't it? Um, tomorrow, by the time this podcast is up, I think it's shut. I think the pitchforks um, that have been buried for the last uh, couple of transfer windows under the soil marked good grace are being dug up again because it looks like we might not um get our targets um we've been going for um you say it better than i do stoney is it our 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 yes doesn't look like we're getting and uh uh, the conversation's gone really really quiet about party for a while now hasn't it um but i'm just gutted I just want right. I just want a North African I just want a North African Trixie player to call my own. I just that's all I've wanted. A North African you want? Yeah. What like a little like a Mares type? Exactly. exact a Mares type. You don't want a you don't want a Central African who's gonna come and knock you over. Well I I mean look, I want one of those as well. <laughs> I said I want I want Arsenal to be as African as possible. You know so, this. There's a lot of different I've, Africans you can have, yeah, yeah, but I just big, I, want, I want I just I want a Trixie like slightly more consistent than our mercurial winger, but not too much more. The kind of person who tries to do a look away free kick when we're four nil up, so it doesn't cost us a game. So he has a bit of a disciplinary You've, problem with. So are Arteta. you talking about Aruwa here? Yeah, or, or, I just or Mario. <laughs> I just want. I just want <laughs> the closest we've come is um, old Arteta at a farm. The closest we came is Nasri, and, and and that's not good enough. But I just want You've, I just want a really tricksy player. Oh, Nasri was a great player. Yeah, he was, he was but, really good. I mean, but, was, oh, he, was, he could have been a great player. He went and the bloody Man City just took him yeah. and ruined him. I, I just he, want he could have been a great some player. midfield reinforcements. I don't really mind what continent they come from. I just want them to be, you know. Well, the, I don't think the party thing is dead. And I, no, I've, you know, no. I also don't think we should really go on about it too much because the window shut <laughs> by the time we post this. <laughs> yeah. The window shut and this whole conversation is irrelevant. But uh, you know, we'll see, won't we? It's maybe maybe Lucas Torreira is going on. Yeah, but I think. Uh, sorry, one thing, and I won't go on about it. But I think go getting on, go on about it. Go. Someone getting someone in that midfield who's a quality player is the difference between us finishing six and possibly getting in the Champions League. I genuinely feel. Without that, six fifth is probably the best we can do. But if we can get three one Tottenham, <laughs> is it really? Yes. Oh, Alan, why did you get? Is... Stop. We are never, ever, Podcasting ever it. recording during a Tottenham game <laughs> ever again. And Pochettino is now getting a cab to Old Trafford. He's now just outside in a car. <laughs> yeah, just saying, I'm available. We're going to find out. It's going to be. 
it's going to be a little bit like in um, actually, no. managers get sacked in your in international breaks, don't they? Ollie, mate, you're out. Really, this is a sham. I was going to do a Gamora spoiler, but someone else uh, might watch it one time. But yeah, you... there was something about this situation which reminds me of it. Don't what's <laughs> what's Tony? No, no, I was just saying. Do you? I ca- I care very little about the international break, even when there's crowds watching. Now I just couldn't give a flying. I can't honestly. What on earth are they doing playing international? What are they doing? Yeah, flying it's, off. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the season, they're playing every three days. Everyone's injured. Yeah. Everyone's knackered. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're, they're, I, mean, I mean, are we playing three games? I, th- I don't know. Is that know. right? I don't know. I've played... we're playing, so we've got a friendly against Wales. What the F are we having a friendly against Hold Wales on. Isn't for? Wales locked down at the moment? <laughs> well, I don't know where they're playing it. I don't know. Maybe they'll play it on a... On one of those disused oil rigs, they wanted to process uh, <laughs> asylum seekers. Yeah, on. They kick off at six pm just to make sure there's no extra time. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dante uh, Popoliski, what a name! Wow, that's fantastic, uh, tremendous uh, who's, name. Who sent? Who sent this to me? Pierre Enrico Bamiang. He plays a left wing role. He scores all of our goals. <laughs> Pierre-Enrico Bamiang, yeah, yeah, yeah. he will eat your lunch. Just ask Kurt Zuma. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> I don't go there. Listen, this is all right, uh, Mr Popoliski, this is all right. But the, the point of Alex Dimitri Sombelong, because it sounds like love lift us up where we belong. You can't but He's actually, he's, he says that he has heard that a Bamiang's name Rhymes with bong and not bang. You're supposed to say Abamayong. Abamayong. Pierre Emerick Abamayong. Pierre Emerick Abamayong. It works better there. <laughs> Except. He's the left wing role. He scores all their goals. <laughs> At least he used to until he signed a new contract. <laughs> then the goals dried up. He was a millstone round there. Next, we couldn't sell him. <laughs> no one's going to pay those wages now. <laughs> I don't know where his song ends and yours continued. Mine always continued. David Galperin uh, says, uh, long time listener from New, New Jersey. New Jersey. Hi. Uh, hello, New Jersey. Uh, good luck in the forthcoming election. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. In what position do you think the squad is weakest? And who would your dream signing be? <laughs> well, I think the squad is weakest in the stands, and my dream signing would be all the fans from Panathinaikos. Because <laughs> <laughs> they make a proper racket. Uh, we'd uh, make a who, racket. Where, yeah. where are we weak? I don't know. Where are we weak? Midfield. Where are we weak? We're, mid- we're weak. Cent- central midfield. Yeah, that mm-hmm. first half showed up. And like I say, and the, and the Liverpool game, we need a bit more creativity there. I, I, I just, I know what you mean, but I honestly, that it, it, Sheffield United, yeah. when it's nil nil, yeah. are a pain in the. Oh, ass. I know what you mean as well. They're a pain in the ass, and they do it to everyone. And when we opened them up with that lovely move down the Beautiful. right and a one-two and get to the byline and all great football, and then scored another terrific goal to get them 2-0 down. Even then, we nearly didn't win it. They're a very, very difficult opponent. They're, they're, they're bottom without a point, but I don't think they're going to go down. That's it. Kiss of death. All right. Let's turn around uh, again. Tottenham. Oh, no. Right, I'm turning it off. This is really pissing me off. <laughs> Tell now. me. No, 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 no. They're 4-1 up. Tottenham are 4-1 <laughs> up. Again, this is happening again. round. <laughs> His son's just putting through to his legs. <laughs> Pochettino is in the tunnel now. He's in the tunnel. 
So, with a pen, say, just tell me where to sign. How many other Arsenal podcasts live do live scores from Tottenham games when they're winning? For goodness sake. Do you think this really helps? What is this? Is, what is going on? They lost 3-1 at home to Palace, now 4-1 at home to Spurs. This is shamefully embarrassing yeah. for Manchester United. So, let's rejoice in that. Let's just, all right, forget this Tottenham who's now scored 5-7-4 and four in the last three matches. Yeah. It's not even half time, by the way. Yeah. 38 minutes gone. This, this, They could go eight here. Let's, let's forget that. Manchester United are a shambles. They are They're a shambles. They've got Paul Pogba in the pitch, £90 million central midfield. They've got these wonder kids, Greenwood and Rashford, or Greenford and Mark Rashbone, <laughs> or whatever they're called. <laughs> They've got the world's greatest goalie who now can't stop anything. They paid £80 million for, for Maguire, who really just always looks like a bin man. He looks like an absolute <laughs> bin man. He should be in a high-vis jacket, hanging on the back of a stinking truck, going round somewhere up north. He's the, how's he playing for Manchester United? What's Rio Ferdinand think when he sees a bin man in his place? What does Vidic think when he sees Lindelof? What do United fans must be thinking? Please leave this ground shut for the next 30 years. What do Arsenal fans oh, think when they get their one when they get their one nil victory against don't. us on a Why'd Wednesday you do that? night? Why'd sure, you do that? yeah. We're, you know what's going to happen? By the time we go up there, Pochettino will be yeah. there. And they'll be <laughs> tough as old boots and all organised. That'll just be And all the lazy shitbags and their Ferraris will have to do some training for five minutes. I'll, I'll just keep turning over my shoulder because if they cut to Ferguson in the stands in a mask, I want to see it. <laughs> Scowling. You can even see the scowl through the mask. Why does he go down there? Why does he go down there? Oh, he's, got, he's retired. I thought he had interests outside the game. I thought he liked horses and wine and stuff. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he doesn't. He just likes going up old tracks. When he has a glass or two and he thinks, oh, sorry, I'll go down the ground. <laughs> he'll, he'll, have a little, he'll have a glass of wine in his hand and a straw going through his mask. Can I just say, by the way, do you know what was trending today uh, during the game? Well, Mesut Ozil. No. Was it? Yeah, he was trending because people felt we needed creativity in the middle. Yeah, it's always. Yeah, I think you're right. It's always going to happen. It's not a word. I mean, what happened to the great, you know, the great Ganduzi sale? Mind you, he said this. It might have happened by the time we we do something. Yeah, actually, no, something will. No, I think we can say hand on heart that Ganduzi will still be there. And Anuzi, if we were if we were doing our Christmas special, yeah. Carsten Myhill, former season ticket holder, now living in Montreal, has sent has sent this. He's Pepe the Arsenal man. He's Pepe the Arsenal man. Playing better and better for Mikel Arteta. He's Pepe the Arsenal man. At least it's scans. I will never email you again. Yeah. Give, him a, give him a bit of help. I sent you one on the WhatsApp earlier on, which I think was too bad for anyone oh, to read oh, I'm required to go to another device. Oh, oh my mate, my mate, it's a... Uh, my mate was a big Liverpool fan. He just sent me a text saying, always like Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really, really hate United. You forget, actually, at times. What, Liverpool and United? It's from Lee Watkins. <clears throat> they really, 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 really hate To the tune of Rod Stewart, do you think I'm sexy? Oh, what, is, is it? that what for oh, Pepe? If you start a Danny, a Danny Ceballos, we might go and score a goal. But if you start El Nanny next to Granite Jacker, we are going to score. I thought that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. That's not fair. Score, Lee Watkins. 
all right, all right. I admire your sense of humour, yeah. but you so today you've seen the greatest Egyptian wall pass <laughs> since they played a fire side at lunchtime when they were building the pyramids. <laughs> boom, boom. When did you when did you lunchtime. sign up to the the Mo El Neni fan club? I like so I like the idea of lunchtime. I mean that was what about my people lunch, built that by the way. I'm not sure they got that much time off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, you didn't get time off, did you? You just died on the it's job and got replaced. Give slaves a bit of lunch. Did <laughs> you bring your own? Did you bring your own bread? <laughs> he is an Arsenal player. He plays football the Arsenal way. Uwaru ware, uwaru ware. Taya, you look a little bit puzzled see, at this point. That's Joshua Eads, uh, Josh from the West Country. You see, it's an art, it's an Aruwa. Yeah, song. yeah. Aruwa. we just we came up with the idea, Aruwa. and there it is. He is an Arsenal player. He plays football the Arsenal way. Aruwa-ray. Aruwa-ray. But he's not, he's not coming. He's not going to sign for us. He's been told by Zidane, wait a year, I'll do you in a year, mate. And he's staying at Leon. Arte, like we had this a little bit um, when we. I, I always hated that quote unquote unbeaten run under um, under Emery. Under Emery, twenty two games. Felt, it always felt like the seams were going to come apart at some point. It did. And Arteta is straining to the max with this team. He really needs some help. I haven't cared about a transfer window for a while because it's just it's you know. We got to give him the tools. We got to give him the right help. Otherwise, if only Stan Kroenke had a bit more cash. (laughs) (laughs) Poor old Stan. He's really he's really struggled in the pandemic. He's only made three hundred and fifty million dollars. He's he's building a five billion dollar American football stadium in Los Angeles and upsetting the local community. Yeah, it's meant to be quite something. Um, Dennis McCoy has emailed me. uh, uh, Thanks for coming back, lads. Blah, blah, blah. I'm originally from Ireland, but when I was 10, we moved to Woodford Green. That's where I went to school, Woodford Green as well. And Keith went to school in Woodford as well. I loved it. It was a huge change from living in a stereotypical Irish village with no traffic lights, three shops and eight pubs. That does sum up one or two of the (laughs) Irish villages that I've been in. There's always plenty of pubs. Um, Anyway, uh, very soon after arriving, I became a gooner in 1990. My very first match was a 7-1 spanking a Sheffield Wednesday. Do you remember that? I remember that Vaguely. game well. Yeah. Well, what I remember from that game, um, he says uh, a Smith scored, Kevin Campbell got two, two from Limpa, uh, Wright he got one, and Merson, it was Merson's goal. Merson chipped one from a kind of the corner of the box. It was a beautiful goal. And that was... Um, that was the year when we came we went came into a load of goals and could have won the league but didn't. We left it too late. Those five anyway. players though, uh, Merson, Limpar, Smith, Campbell and Wright, they're quality. Quality? Yeah. They quality. They won a few things for us, didn't they? Yeah. That evening our family was eating at an Italian restaurant in Buckhurst Hill, getting closer and closer to where I grew up. When who should sit behind us beside us but the Spuds top striker, Teddy Sheriff. <laughs> I had the Arsenal match day programme on the table. During the whole meal, I kept glimpsing over at him. I think he means glancing over at him and his adorable dimples. He must have noticed my feeble attempts at hiding my staring. Now, bearing in mind that Dennis is a child at this point, he's a schoolboy. Because at the end of the meal, he snatched up the programme, signed it, threw it on my lap, winked at me and said, you're welcome. With that, he strolled out with the biggest, buxom, stereotypical blonde Essex girl slapper you've ever seen. <laughs> Who's now yeah, Mrs. Sheridan? I believe. It might, it might, might have been Jordan. We just don't know. 
even a prepubescent me felt an unusual stirring of the loins. And anyway, I looked down at what he had written. It said, wanker. <laughs> that is the most tension <laughs> thing possible. He wrote wanker. <laughs> On a child's programme. He goes, I'm now living in Florida and it's great to hear a few lads chatting about football and no one calls it soccer. Anyway, yeah. so he sends me this he sends me this story about Teddy Sheringham, completely uninvited, picking up his Arsenal programme and writing wanker on it. And I and I emailed him back. I said, Did he really write wanker on your programme? And he wrote back immediately and said, Absolutely. My dad thought it was the funniest It is funny. I've got to be honest. <laughs> It is funny. That is like nobody played. Nobody played the villain, the tw- the the moustache twirling Arsenal villain better than Edward no, but, no, but let's be fair. If an Arsenal player wrote wanker on a Tottenham kids program, we'd love him forever, wouldn't we? I mean, you, you, I mean can only, you can only imagine outside. Ray Parler or Jack Wilshere doing that. Maybe. <laughs> Do you? Who's your equivalent? Um, given that you've. Uh, a bit older. Who's who was the who was the, <laughs> Tot- the right way, who was the Tottenham who was the Tottenham hate figure? Graham, Graham Roberts. Roberts yeah. <laughs> Do you want to pause about him? No, Graham Roberts was the one. <laughs> Graham Roberts. Yeah. Tell me why. Biggest scene next Tuesday it's ever played a game of football. Paul Miller was up there as well, by the way. Hey, Paul Miller. Paul, Paul Miller was an idiot. Yeah. Graham Roberts was quite a good player, <laughs> but he was a thug. He was an animal. Yeah. He put Charlie Nicholas absolutely knocked him deliberately into the stands. It was a dirty, dirty. Dirty, 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 dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah, he's the one. <laughs> oh, we hated him. We absolutely hated him. And I, the thing is, it's one of those hard men footballers yeah. who, who uh, I'm sure, um, it, as if this gets back to him, if someone passes on, it will be Punching absolutely air. made yeah. up that, that here we are, forty years later, or wherever it is. He won't be grabbing your hand still, and saying, still "It's hated. about respect. It's about respect, Alan." <laughs> no. no. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think, more than no, that. He won't. I don't think he was as died in the wall Spurs as Paul Miller. I mean, I've interviewed Paul Miller a, a few years ago on the radio. He just he's he's a fan. He's a Tottenham fan. Properly. Oh, poor sod. Yeah, I know. So it's a shit centre off and a Tottenham fan. What a miserable <laughs> life. Yeah, I think Graham Roberts was a South Coast boy, yeah, wasn't he? He was, he was from the South Coast. And he played for Chelsea know. as well, didn't he? But you do miss the you know the natural successor because for a while it was very easy, obviously, because then you got you know Tim Sherwood's um, Solskjaer's face at half time. <laughs> Tim Sherwood tumbles <laughs> off the tongue. Tim Sherwood. Yeah, Tim yeah. Sherwood was a bit. He was just I don't know. No, didn't. But really there isn't one him, now, just... is there? Maybe Deli Ali, but Lamella getting this a bit. Oh yeah, Lamella's a shit. Lamella's got a bit of that, but he also <laughs> but he's also I no think... good. Son's a cheat. Son's a horrible cheat. Dives all the time. Be good though. Nasty piece of work. He's very. He's rapid. I don't, don't get me wrong. You could be a good player and a shit back. Can't hate Harry Kane though because he's a gooner. <laughs> no, no, I'm lovely. I never kicked anyone. I'm not dirty. I'm too slow. <laughs> I don't know how many goals he's got today. I, I don't look. <laughs> I hope it's none. I hope Son's got another three, and he just has to every hand in well, the I match ball. Well, I know that Son's got at least one. Uh, uh, maybe I'll have a look. Cause this is providing us with most of our entertainment. Oh, here's a song for uh, Labia Romp, old Pablo Mari. Oh, it goes on and on. It's to the tune of Van Morrison's Marie's Wedding. Uh, well, oh well, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, it's a bit niche. I don't, really? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he sent me a link to the tune. All right. Well, All right. We'll have to do that next week. Alex. It. <laughs> Do some rehearsal and then we'll have the a performance. Are, training daily, on we go. Can he defend? We just don't know. One thing, sure, he's incredibly slow, but we do like Mar- Marie's heading. 
Oh, it's Marie's wedding. You see what it's done? Marie's heading. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, but we have a number of verses, is essentially what no, you're it's saying. It's four verses, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I'm not doing all them on the fine. Uh, Tottenham have uh, borrowed... This is from Mark Masiak, who tells me that Tottenham borrowed £175 million from the government to help with the financial impact of the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. They have. And immediately have spent £80 million in the transfer market. Um, well, I'm not sure we've got too many stones to throw, given... Um, but do you think that they should be pulled up for because they weren't supposed to be spending it on players? Uh, it, it was it was not for player acquisitions. It was to ensure the club has financial flexibility and additional working capital. Yeah, they should have points deducted and be fined massively by the government. And made They've to done stay. £32 million quid on a Spanish left-back with that money. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's wrong. I would say yeah. it even if it wasn't Tottenham, but that is wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you wouldn't. <laughs> if it was us, I'd enjoy our new Spanish left back. But, you know, it's different. Yeah. Well, Mark's really annoyed about it. He's going, what can we do? Does any listener have any influence with bringing this to the press's attention or the government? Ooh, uh, sounds a bit like... P.S. They are still shit. <laughs> that's more like it. The other bit sounds... Well, not today, but not before one up after. No, but against Man United, who are shit. Oh, Holly. What's Holly going to say? What's he going to say? What's he going to say to him at half-time with Pogba sitting there and Martial and all these people? They don't give a shit what he says, do they? They couldn't care less. Would you take any of they their players? Care. Would you take Which of theirs would you take? Pogba? Well, Rashford. Pogba? Rashford, Rashford Pogba. Yeah. Uh, uh, Greenwood. In a, Greenwood in a heartbeat. So yeah. they've got some talent. So Fernandez, like so Fernandez, the right uh, Bruno Fernandez is good. The right back's seriously good. Yeah, so that makes yeah, him a manager. Take right? a few. Of course, it's the manager. Yes, yes, it's the manager. Why did they appoint him? Yeah. Why oh. did they appoint him? Yeah. I mean, they took Cardiff City down. You can't be a manager of one of these top clubs unless you've got a top record. I know our manager had never been a manager, but he had been number two for a team that's got hundred points and won the treble. Yeah, I mean, and by all accounts. Had, a lot of credit for for the development of Raheem Sterling and all kinds of other things. You know, Guardiola spoke so highly of him. And so we knew he'd done something at the top level as a coach. Could he do it as a number one? Well, so far, so good. You cannot come into a club just because you they, they like you because you used to be this, the baby-faced assassin 20 years ago. And he can't cut it. He's not doing it for them, is he? He'll get fired. He might even get fired in this window. Well, he might. They're four one down at home. I mean, yeah. again, by the time you listen to this, yeah. listen, you'll you'll know how many training sessions Pochettino has had. By the way, talking of uh, of his old club, Mulder, we've got them in the Europa League, haven't we? Yes. We've got Mulder, uh, Dundalk, and um, Rapid Vienna. And what I was going to mm. say was, I was massively embarrassed every year when we played in the Champions League but I wish it was happening now because this is just nonsense Mulder and Dundalk and Rapid Vienna who wants to play them? Dundalk would have been a nice away trip Emil Smith-Rowe yeah Yeah. no the away trips might be fun but it's a ridiculous competition the Europa League we just want to win it and get out of it well yeah but we can't that's slightly disrespectful to Mulder (laughs) who Norwegian Norwegian champions and uh, going to be quite tricky opponents, I imagine. Champions Dundalk, I've no idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a podcast away. called The Thursday Club going on at the moment saying, I can't believe we've got to play the eighth best team in England <laughs> who's, with, with ideas above their station. Come on, lads. I mean, really. But anyway, it's happening, isn't it? Soon. Here's a, a, a Bob Wilson email from Jamie Baker. 
Uh, after your mention of how wonderful Bob Wilson is on your last show, I would write with my Bob Wilson story. Back in 2000, at the age of 10, I had surgery on my leg in which they took out my shin bone and regrew it. I was wheelchair-bound for a year with big metal pins through my leg. Oh, I'll tell you what's falling apart. That's what that noise is. Uh, and having a less than ideal time. The surgeon who operated on me had also recently done Bob Wilson's hip replacement. <laughs> he didn't get mixed up, did he? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he knew I was an Arsenal fan, and he said he would have a word to see if Bob could get me some merch. One Sunday night, our house phone rings, and it's Bob Wilson inviting the whole family to London Colney for the oh, day. Love. Oh, love. Stop it. Bob was going to show us around. I know, just every time I see Bob, I feel like crying. Yeah. Bob was going to show us around, see if we could meet any of the players. A few weeks later, we drove down, and I had what I still think of as one of the best days of my life. Bob showed us around everywhere. We met all the players. Oh, it was Freddie Jungberg's birthday, so we all had a line of Charlie. <laughs> so we all... <laughs> So, so, no, that's not what, that's not what it says. That's a joke. <laughs> so we all sang to him. Oh, Freddie, I bet Freddie loved that. Imagine his stony expression. <laughs> this is not all we do in Sverdiga. We all sang to him and he came across to give us some cake. On the tour of the physio room, we saw Dennis Bergkamp having his thighs massaged. <laughs> My mum wanted to stay in that room a while. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately for her, we were moved on. <clears throat> Dad was also excited to see Liam Brady and pointed him out to me. But at the age of 10, my education was still lacking and I didn't know who he was. This has since been rectified. Yes, quite. Everyone was very kind, but particularly Emmanuel Petit, lovely man, another lovely man, who stayed talking with me for ages to understand what I was going through. Towards the end of the day, <laughs> two weeks later, he signed for Barcelona. Towards the end of the day, Bob finally managed to grab a few minutes from the main man himself. Uh, he didn't have much time to spare, but he posed for a photo with me and my brother attached. And, uh, Great and there's story. a picture attached with him uh, with Arsene Wenger. That is superb. And also, uh, and also Pat Rice. Uh, so thank you, Jamie, Great for story, that Jamie. Can we lovely keep, email. Can we just keep having... Um, Bob Wilson stories because he's clearly yeah. the greatest, <laughs> the greatest human. Or better still, if anyone has got, if anyone has been dissed by Bob Wilson, then this podcast wants to hear from yeah. you. Yeah, this guy, this guy needs to take it down a pill too. <laughs> he cut me up in his car, did a wanker sign out the window. He must have anything. Done something. If anyone's Bob. got anything on Bob Wilson, then hit us up. So yeah. any old player who's now eighty years old who remembers Bob Wilson deliberately lifting a knee up as he caught across. <laughs> And catching him in the eye socket. Choose we want to hear from you. Let us know. Let us know. Now, James Curry has uh, sent me this. Uh, Saka and Tierney, Maitland Niles. They play where they want. Versatile. You see, it's all to do with the Cockney Rebel it tattoo. Is. It is. It's all to do with the, the, with the, with the never ending tragedy that is Keith's tattoo. <laughs> You'll be getting another one soon, I imagine. They're a bit addictive, aren't they, tattoos? Uh, yeah, I think once you've broken, you've broken the seal. Um, <laughs> yes. I think they are. Uh, I feel slightly at the end of uh, ideas. The song. <laughs> <laughs> We've done too much already. It's gone, right. long, it's gone long enough. I'm gonna, I think we should knock it on the head before Tottenham score any more goals. <laughs> yeah. let's, hope for a, let's hope for a four all. As long as it's not 8-2 to them. 
<laughs> <laughs> All right, gents. Nice it's been to a see pleasure. You. Cheers, Alan. Right. Ta-da.